0: To moms After Bedtime. I'm Brooke and I'm here with Mandy and our guest host Casey. And today, Hi. oh, <laughs> <laughs> just cut us off. Forget <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, you could just totally cut that whole part out.
1: Nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <well. laughs>
0: anyway, today is episode what 30 right? Yeah, 30. 30 episodes 30, in, and we're going to talk about like adding a new. Baby or babies to the family, going from zero to one, one to two, or one to three. In (laughs) (laughs) Casey's, except for story. Um, But first, we'll talk about some cheese and wine. Mandy, you want to go first?
1: Sure. So my cheese this week is kind of related to my wine last week. So last week I was talking about how I was having a rough couple of days, just kind of sad and just like mopey not feeling the best um I think a lot of that was related to just like I use the word traumatic but like kind of old feelings around like going through fertility and this that and the other so I finally I have been thinking about this probably since probably since our mental health episode I don't know but I've been thinking about going back to therapy for a while and I keep pushing it off because that's what we do yeah yeah I do I do the same thing because that's exactly what I do. And finally, I was like, you know what? I really think I should go back because it was so helpful. And I think everything I learned was great, but it was all while I was in like going through infertility. And now it's like after the fact. So I think I just need a new set of tools and just like a new perspective. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually looked at the therapist I was seeing and she no longer treats at the office. I don't even know if she still treats, period, Um, since COVID, I guess. So I'm reaching out to new therapists and trying to get in somewhere, but I've actually made moves,
0: Good which work. is,
1: yeah, I mean, I haven't heard yeah. back yet, but um, yeah, so it's my cheese, because I think that will be helpful, and I've been wanting to go back forever, but I just haven't like actually done it, <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> it's that like whole, it's like a millennial thing, I think, like we can't, we like want to do these things, and then we just like can't actually like
1: pick up the phone and do them, like it's so simple, but Yes. Have you ever seen that meme where it's like, I finally did the thing I've been putting off for six months, and it took me five minutes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, gosh, but yes. I can't wait to put off again for another six months. Yeah, like, that's like how I am. The most simple thing, and I mean,
0: going to therapy isn't super simple, and it is kind of no, scary. But, so I do understand that, but at the same time, like, how hard is it to just pick up the phone and schedule? And half the time these days, you can email.
1: I, this wasn't even a phone thing. Like, I just had to fill out a thing online. So like, <laughs> how easy could it have been? But. Regardless, I'm glad that I did it, and I'm excited to hopefully get started. I'm hoping to hear back, so we shall see. But my wine this week, so it has been, we've been in this house for like three years, and we have a mailbox at the end of our driveway. It's like on this, I don't even know what it's made of, like granite? I don't know, this like stone pillar thing our mailbox is attached to. And it's been here the entire time that we've lived here. And all of a sudden, within the last like six months, Our neighbors have backed into our mailbox and ripped it off of this post three motherfucking times. (laughs) Three (laughs) times. (laughs) I came home. Usually the first time they messaged us and like we backed into it. And it's like, so it's on this post and it has like this black iron bracket thing that holds it on. And so every time they hit it, the black like piece snaps in half, and that's how it falls off. So the first time they like reached out to us and, like, we're so sorry you backed into it, we'll pay for it, whatever. The second time, supposedly, we were gone and a delivery guy hit it and they, like, from their house. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but sure, whatever. And they paid for it again. Then the other day, I went out, I took Ella out for a little breakfast date. I come back and I see my mailbox sitting on the ground. So I sent a picture. We have like a, My neighborhood is like seven houses, a dead end street. Like, obviously, it's not like someone sideswept it, like on a main street or something. And we have like a a neighborhood Facebook chat thing where everyone is just like snoopy, honestly. But anyways, anyways, um, I was like, does anybody see like what happened here? And I sent a picture of my mailbox and that neighbor across the street was like, oh... We had friends over, and we just messaged them, and it turns out that they accidentally backed into it. And Oh, my God. Whatever. So annoying. <laughs> every time this happens, we have to, like, reach out to this, like, concrete place who makes the bracket. They're the only place who makes this bracket to hold it on. Mm-hmm. It's, like, 65 bucks. Granted, they pay for it every time, but it's still annoying. It's a pain in the ass to, like, put together. Then, which we haven't done, by the way. It's duct taped to the pillow right now, so it looks really messy. <laughs> then like two nights ago so this happened like less than a week ago two nights ago Phil went out to take Simon out at like it was dark so it was probably like eight o'clock at night or something to go to the bathroom and all of a sudden he heard this super loud bang and he looks and they backed into the fucking post again <laughs> oh How my hard. word do they not well, it, have a backup camera I don't know he said he saw some I think it may have been not them it was maybe somebody visiting them I don't know but he saw them get out of the car and look at it. And he was outside of the flashlight with the dog. So he, like, showed the flashlight in their faces. And he said they just, like, got back in the car and drove off. Like, what the hell? But anyways. At least they pay for it every time, but it's just a pain in the ass.
0: That's just, like, I don't understand in this day and age. Like, everyone has a backup camera.
2: And if you don't, or, you know, when, yeah. wouldn't you be super careful next time you're backing up to <laughs> See, make sure you like, didn't three hit it? Times, three times. You need times, to put, like, like, like
0: those watch. reflector things on there. Your- yeah. I Beautiful know. granite. Mom's I know. It's like so pretty. I'm post. like, let me
1: just – I mean, right now it's covered in duct tape, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Super classy.
0: Oh, that's funny. I'm just picturing like this fancy-ass mailbox just with duct tape wrapped all over it. I'll take a picture of
1: it. We should put it on our Instagram. <laughs> it looks real cute. And the, the mail – every time that it happens, the mail lady like brings our mail to our steps and she Aww. saw Phil out the other day because she was like, they hit it again, huh? He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <"Yep." laughs> Like even the mail lady's been on
0: it. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. I, I do know. hate backing out of your driveway, but I- my driveway, your driveway. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> your driveway is just as long as mine, but there's a giant boulder sitting in the middle of it. Uh, my- <laughs> Not in the middle of the driveway,
0: practically. Yes, it has been hit several times, um, <laughs> and it's always the same people who hit it. But um, Casey, how about you? Your wine and cheese this week.
2: So my cheese is this past weekend, me and my husband put together my son's bed. He got a new twin size bed.
0: No. He moved
2: up from a toddler bed. So we put that together. And while we put it together, my parents had the girls. And uh, my brother and his fiance actually took Josh. And it was the first time he had ever been with anyone other than me or my husband or my parents. Wow. And he's almost three. So that was a huge milestone <laughs> and cool. it was so nice. Do do? He did awesome that he had so okay. much fun with them. They live next to like a horse farm. They went and saw the horses. Um, he painted and did so much stuff and he loved it. And I was really afraid because of the whole COVID thing. We haven't seen a lot of people. So wow. my kids have some stranger danger when it comes to some things. <laughs> so I mm-hmm. was like, uh, I don't know how he's going to do But he did awesome. He didn't even cry when we left. (laughs) No. So that was really cool. That was
1: your brother, you said? Yeah,
2: and his fiance.
1: Did they have kids? Uh,
2: Nope. Nope.
1: That's what I feel like when, before I had Isla and I would take like my nephews and niece, it's like you just want to be so fun. Yeah. So you're like, keep them busy the whole time. And like, I take up mini golfing and all that stuff. So I do all the fun things. Yeah. Yeah. Betty had a really good time.
2: Yeah, his fiance yeah. went the day before and got like a bunch of painting supplies and arts and crafts and oh. like a tablecloth for their table for him to paint on. I was
0: like, oh my gosh, that's adorable.
2: <laughs> it's like, note to self
1: find babysitter without kids. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: <laughs> so then my wine is like really small, <laughs> but um, I've been using the same deodorant since I was a kid since I started using deodorant <laughs> and I always keep it like stockpiled and I ran out for some reason because I wasn't keeping track of it and I had like this other kind so I started using that I was like oh it'll be fine yeah no broke out in hives
0: oh no <laughs> all no. over my
2: armpits
0: <laughs> that <laughs> happened terrible. to me once. it was horrible yeah
2: and they haven't gone away I've gotten my regular kind and there's my hives are still there so I'm like, oh, oh. gosh, it's going to just take a few days, I guess.
0: It's literally the worst place because it's like you kind of like chafe. Like you are you don't realize yeah. how much you like feel in your armpit until it's like yep. peeling off.
2: Your clothes are on it. and ugh, Yeah. So yeah. uncomfortable. Oh, man.
0: I feel like that's not a little wine. Like, yeah, right? It's <laughs> <That's> annoying. <laughs> that's a pretty good one, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so my wine is, if you've been following along on the Instagram, (sighs) Shay got COVID. Um, and I just, it is what it is. Like, I don't know. You can't really do much about it. And I keep telling myself, like, I couldn't really do much about it. I'm pretty positive. Like, either I somehow got it from work or she got it from daycare. But I was just feeling like I've been feeling, like, my mental health, not my physical health because I tested negative so far. But, like, my, my mental health is not doing well with it because I'm feeling a lot of, like, guilt that, like, the whole daycare had to close. And it's a pretty big center. So, like, seeing the message go out that, like, the daycare had to close for, like, a week and a couple of days and knowing, like, it was our fault made me feel really guilty. And then I was really worried about school and, like, this is the worst time. My poor class has been, like, between quarantining and holidays and just like crazy stuff happening. There's no consistency. And like we finally had things going in the right direction and we had consistent like staff in the classroom and the kids were, you know, still challenging, but we were like making progress. And now my, like I can't be there to help support my staff and I'm feeling like really helpless and just like a lot of like guilt and like shame. And I, it's really weird because I know if it was somebody else, I would just say like, It's not your fault. Don't worry about it. It could happen to anyone. But I still can't help but feel like we put a damper on, like, a ton of people's lives. (laughs) But, like, at this point, like, I'm trying not to stress about, like, who got it from where and who gave it to who. I just feel more bad that, like, I feel like we were the original reason that daycare shut down. Like, it probably wouldn't have shut down if we didn't go get tested and, shit. like, it was pretty clear that we should test her. She was having – we didn't think she had COVID, but she just had, like – a really runny nose and like a cough and nowadays like you can't send your kid to the to daycare with just like a runny nose and a cough so we went and got her tested and it's a good thing we did because it came back positive and and then I'm feeling guilt for her because she's just like freaking miserable um today was probably the worst day not for like her symptoms but just for like her mood we couldn't do anything I literally for snack her second snack of the day I purposely gave her all of her favorite foods, Cheerios, uh, like a fig bar, Oreos, and crackers. <laughs> so healthy. And she still cried. Like, there was no. just nothing I could do. And she's, like, clearly just not having Maybe this. Maybe she can't
1: even taste it.
0: Well, that's what mm. I'm wondering. Like, yeah.
1: Probably. And
0: I don't know. I also feel like she, her molars are probably coming in. And she's just a, a freaking wreck. So... <laughs> It's just been like one thing after another. And then on top of like not being at my in my class now, if I continue to test negative, I have to quarantine 10 days past Shay's, the end of Shay's quarantine. Mm-hmm. And then Shane just tested positive yesterday. So I actually think it's going to push my quarantine out a couple more days because my guess is it's 10 days. I haven't talked to CDC yet, but I think it's 10 days after he tested positive. So mm-hmm. At this rate, I'm – if I test negative again, I'm not going to be back – like I'm pretty much going to go to February vacation. Right. and And I'm like – that's like three weeks that I can't like be there and like support my staff and it's like really hard right now and it, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like my wine was like really a lot this week, but I feel like I have a lot going on. <laughs>
1: it's a big deal. I – just don't forget that like – uh there's like what three hundred new cases in the state a day and I that know. this is what I thought. So daycare. There was an outbreak at my daycare, and at that time, Isla did not test positive. She didn't get COVID then, but I remember texting the director and saying, like, oh, my God, what if, like – because she had a rash at the point or something, like a fever, and I was like, what if Isla started this? And she's like, "Um, is Isla a Chinese bat? No, Isla didn't start this. Like, Shay didn't start this. Shay is not a Chinese bat. Like, nobody (laughs) – That's true. It's been going on for a while, and unfortunately, it's spreading like crazy, and there's like 300 positive cases a day. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I knew it was bound to happen. Like, I knew daycare was going to eventually shut down, but I just assumed it was going to be somebody else and not us. (laughs)
1: Um, Well, the good news is that nobody else knows it's you. It's confidential, right?
0: Yeah. No, they're not allowed to say anything, but yeah, so it's just been shitty. And then we also found out that our dog had tore his um, ACL. So, oh my gosh, uh, he might have to have surgery. <laughs> I feel Cheese, like, Batman. Like, what the hell am I like? What is my cheese gonna be this week? So, <laughs> my cheese is that I get to spend more time with my
1: lovely family. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to be positive about it.
0: I am, ha- I mean, as hard as it has been, especially with Shay being sick, it is nice to be home with her and like she's hitting a lot of like milestones and talking so much and learning so much so it is nice to have the extra time and get to see her like learn things in person instead of like picking her up from daycare and being like holy crap you learned new words today I actually Mm -hmm. get to see it happen so I mean it is okay we're only on day I don't even know not very far into quarantine (laughs) her quarantine is over on the 31st so we're more than halfway through I think oh but yeah after all that um you know we're surviving we're making it and Luckily, we're all pretty healthy, so. Anyway, so like I said earlier, this week we're going to talk about adding new children to the family and what's what that's like and everything that comes along with it. I obviously won't have a ton to add, but I did kind of want to add my perspective of going from zero to one because I mm-hmm. think that's important to keep in mind and everyone is always like, what's harder going from zero to one or one to two? And obviously I don't know, but I feel like I would do better going one to two than zero to one because for me, it wasn't the adjustment of like having to take care of a baby. It was the adjustment of my lifestyle, like the fact that my whole sleep pattern changed and that I couldn't like just go out and do what I want to do when I want to do it. Like, I feel like that was what was harder for me than the fact of like, having to take care of her but I mean obviously I really haven't thought too much about going from one to two because it's not in the plan especially not anytime soon so I don't know I just felt like that like since I've adjusted to having to adjust my life to somebody else maybe going from one to two I've already made like the hardest part of adjusting to like just changing my life completely instead of having to I don't know I guess you have to change again but that was just kind of my thought process on it
1: yeah I've seen a lot of like polls and things and all the due date groups. And um, there's an Instagram page. Is it mommy psychologist or something along those lines? So she had a bunch of polls the other day and she asked the exact question of what was harder zero to one and one to two. And it was like 50, 50. Mm -hmm. I think it's just your perspective. See, I, I am nervous that this is going to be harder for me. I mean, I don't know. I can't obviously predict the future, but I didn't feel like zero to one was that hard for me in that perspective. But I'm afraid that like we have, Done so much work getting into such a routine and we have such a way of life right now with Isla and obviously our life revolves around her and her schedule and so I'm more nervous I think to throw that off and because now it's like I am tired and I am already those things and then to add Hmm. A newborn to that. It makes me a little nervous. And Isla sleeps through the night. I mean, I'm not even tired because of that. I'm just tired from running around and chasing <laughs> sure. her and cleaning and all that. So then add the lack of sleep to it. Cause I just pick I remember when Ila was a newborn. I mean, we I think we've mentioned this before, like the newborn phase for me was hard in a sense of like those first few weeks especially, like no sleep, like felt nice to take shifts and like you're we had a really hard time with breastfeeding and like yeah, it wasn't easy, but they just like sleep all day and like mm-hmm. poop and cry and like you could just lay there i went to, when i went to go visit megan the other weekend she's like watched like six series on netflix mm-hmm. i'm like i remember that like you just lay there with your new baby and you're breastfeeding and they're sleeping and you're just watching so much netflix And like that's not gonna be my life this time around i'm not gonna get a chance to just sit on the couch and enjoy my <laughs> newborn so i'm nervous for that i'm nervous for like how tired and worn out i'm gonna be
2: mm-hmm.
1: and casey's shaking her head like yeah yeah <laughs>
2: <totally tired."> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you are yeah, because you can't just <laughs> sleep when the baby sleeps. Now you have to take care of the toddler too and Right. Oh my gosh. That's not even an option. I used
1: to freaking I hate when people say that because I never did. I never no, slept uh-uh. when the baby slept. I, I always like the little meme that's like, sure, and I'll just wash the dishes when the baby washes the dishes. And i <laughs> yeah. fold, fold the laundry. <laughs> <and> the baby <laughs> folds <laughs> the laundry. <laughs> yeah. But and I so I really never did, honestly. But now it's like not even a choice. Like, you can't take a break. Like, with the baby sleeping, you can't just, like, relax. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. And then, like, what if I I, finally get, like, that nap, Isla's nap, and then
2: I'll be doing baby things. Like,
1: what am I going to get a freaking break? That's what I'm nervous about. Yeah.
2: Thankfully, my girls, though, once they hit about three months, they were not really, like, day sleepers. They would take the one nap that Josh would take. And then, yeah, they'd sleep, like, two hours, and then they would be up. And then they'd go to bed at seven or eight, and then sleep through the night, thankfully.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. (laughs)
2: Yeah. As soon as three months hit, it's like a switch went off. Wow. I did. I've heard a lot of people
1: say like the first three months is kind of the hardest. Oh, yeah. But for anyone listening doesn't know. So Casey didn't go from one to two. She went from one to three, (laughs) which we mentioned before, when I was first finding out that I was pregnant, I was like, oh, God, if it's twins, I don't know if I can do this. (laughs) And Casey's like, I'm here and I did it. So
2: (laughs) When I found out it was twins, though, when we went in for the ultrasound, I was so nervous because like my previous history, I had had a miscarriage. I got pregnant my first pregnancy and I lost the baby at eight weeks. At the eight-week ultrasound, they said there was no heartbeat. So then I got pregnant with my son and I was nervous through that, obviously, but it was a single pregnancy. So it wasn't, it wasn't awful. And then with mm-hmm. the girls, I went to the eight-week ultrasound and I remember sitting in the waiting room with my husband and I was like, I am so nervous. I am so nervous. And he's like, don't be nervous. He's like, I had a dream last night that we had twins and we literally go in. She puts the ultrasound thing on my stomach and I could see clear as day two babies. I was like, Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, Oh, there's one baby. And there's a second. And I just like started laughing. And then (laughs) she told me that they both had heartbeats. And then I started crying And I was, it was okay. just like a scary and happy feeling.
0: Yeah. I don't know what you feel in that moment. Like scary and happy. Yeah. Just feel right.
2: <laughs> I was happy that they were okay. And then I was scared. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh my God, how am I going to do three under two? <laughs> oh my
1: yeah, gosh. So what's the age gap is? 14
2: months. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's...
1: I'm nervous about 21 <laughs> months. Oh
2: yeah. Lord. Josh was like, he was walking, but not steady when they were born. So it was like pretty much three babies at once, it felt like. Yeah, yeah. and you have to
0: carry them all like mm-hmm. and push them around in a cart. Like I feel like that's hard enough with twins. And then you throw in – I mean, you might as well just call Josh the triplet because yeah. he practically is.
2: <laughs> we would go to the grocery store, and I would have the girls in their double stroller. And I would push it with one arm. And put Josh in the cart, in the seat, and pulled the cart. So we're literally oh a God, train God. a train in the grocery
0: store. <laughs> Please tell me you have a picture of this somewhere.
2: I, I don't think I do because I never went with anyone. Oh, <laughs> it was always just man.
0: me. That's true. <laughs> Who would take the picture for you? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's intense. Yeah, it
2: was yeah. A, a sight. I had one woman. I was cashing out at Mark Basket one day, and she – runs over from another cash out lane she's like here's a Dunkin Donuts gift card I just wanted to say you are such an inspiration and I'm I'm like I'm just grocery shopping Like, (laughs) (laughs) we have to eat
0: Yeah, (laughs) like we're surviving I'm not doing anything special (laughs) it's special in our eyes okay like we can't fathom doing that
1: (laughs) no no I could not
0: So what was it like going from one to three? Like, did it take you a long time to adjust?
2: Well, I feel like as long as you have a routine, like Josh was very much routine. He got up at a certain time every morning. We'd have breakfast and play. And then he'd go down for nap or have lunch, go down for nap at a certain time. So it was just working the girls into that routine. Mm. And it was a little, I mean, obviously with two, to work into a routine is a lot harder than having one to work into a routine.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: But, I mean, they seem like they adapted to the situation. I mean, they were thrown into it, so.
0: It's kind of like they always say, like, the second child is always, like like you said, like, thrown into it, so they have to address. Yeah,
2: easy going. And they
0: don't know anything different. Yeah, and, like, there, you always see, like, pictures of, like, or, like, memes of, like, first child, you, like, feed them all, like, organic food and no screen time, <laughs> and then, like, the second child comes along, and I feel like it sounds like your girls are together, the second child, like, that kind of just merged into whatever your guys's life was.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's exactly how it was.
0: That's how I pictured, like... Like that's why I feel like we have a pretty good like decent routine so if we added another baby we would just try to get that baby in on our routine and like obviously like naps and stuff right at the beginning aren't going to be the same but I just assumed that would make it a little bit easier that we already went through like how to even get a kid on a routine or a baby on a routine like that in itself was hard for me to figure out so I just assume like throwing another one in there like yeah obviously it's going to be hard but I already have a routine. Hopefully, the baby would just do what I was already doing. Obviously,
1: it doesn't really work that way. Is that how it works? That's one of my biggest fears is Isla was a very easy baby. Mm -hmm. Like, she was sleeping through the night by three months. She was really good at, like, a routine and her nap schedule. And she really hasn't given us, like, a lot of issues around, like, eating. I mean, besides the breastfeeding. But, like, once we got past that. And so I'm nervous that, like – we're like doomed to have Mm. like a colicky baby who doesn't sleep just because it wasn't like that with Isla. Yeah. But I would like to think that, you know, this baby just pops out and joins the schedule, but I'm not (laughs) sure it's (laughs) going to be that easy. (laughs)
2: You
1: make it. He just comes out and he's like, what time?
2: (laughs) (laughs) With my kids, like Josh, he'll be, he would be playing or whatever. And he still needed me a lot. So Mm -hmm. I would help him with stuff. So the girls were on the floor a lot more and a lot more like with Josh, when he was a baby, it was just me and him. So I'd hold him Mm -hmm. a lot and the girls, Mm -hmm. I couldn't do that because first of all, I have Josh and then second of all, there's two of them and it's really Mm -hmm. hard to hold two (laughs) newborns at the same time. (laughs) So, I mean, they had to be very independent because not independent, but not fuss when they're put down because mm-hmm. I couldn't be holding them as much as I held Josh. So I feel like they were a lot more easygoing than Josh was.
1: Do you notice that? So how old are they now? Um, they're a year and a half. So do you notice that like they, like right now, like Isla always chasing after me, like with her arms up asking me to hold her? Like, do you notice I'm doing that less than Josh?
2: Um, no, now I notice Josh doing that more. Well, yeah, yeah, what you said. <laughs> Josh doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so Josh yeah. asks for more Josh than they do. Asks for more attention than they do, and I think it's also because he has constantly been like fighting for attention, not just with me, with everyone. Everyone's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. twin girls!" Like, even if we're at the store, we get a lot mm-hmm. of attention, and it's for them. And mm-hmm. Josh kind of just sitting there. Sometimes we have the, "Oh, are they triplets?" But most of the time, it's, "Oh, look at the girls; they're dressed alike." So I think Mm -hmm. he just craves a little more attention because it's always on the, not always, but a lot of it's on the girls. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This is off topic a little bit, but we always talk about the podcast, um, Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. (laughs) And she just had someone on that she interviewed and they were talking about this girl was a twin. Mm -hmm. And then they were talking about the brother who wasn't a twin. And like, she said exactly what you just said that like, she felt he was always kind of like in their shadow and yeah. like wasn't as like special because he wasn't a twin or whatever. And it's just interesting because I don't think a lot of people even realize that.
2: Yeah. And sometimes I get that. I get that mom guilt sometimes because I'm like, I wanted my kids really close in age. And I wasn't expecting the twin thing. I mean,
0: mm-hmm. my, <laughs> my
2: grandmother had triplet girls she lost triplet girls but I didn't Mm. really think that it was really hereditary I'd never really looked into it but I guess it is (laughs) but (laughs) I wasn't expecting it so I wasn't didn't even cross my mind that I could have three under two so sometimes I have that mom guilt like oh my gosh I wanted them so close in age but did I take away from Josh by having them so close in age but then it's also like he gets to grow up with. I mean, he's never going to remember a time without them, right? So, they'll, and they're
0: going to be like super I'm sure close. At some point, they're going to fight, and then, yeah. but other times, they're going to be like best friends. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that was my that was my thought with the age gap. I went back and forth a lot with what I wanted for an age gap. Initially, we weren't going to do another transfer till the summer, which would have been about like a two and a half year age gap. But the more I thought about it, I just thought it would be nicer to have them closer together because I kind of want that situation that you just explained where Isla hopefully doesn't remember being the only child. Mm -hmm. And like I've mentioned this before, the second baby doesn't get a choice. Like they don't get that one-on-one time. I feel so guilty. I think a lot of people who are pregnant with their second or their third, whatever, feel that guilt of like, you're robbing time from that first baby or the second, whatever. And then I just like remind myself that, okay, but the second baby is never going to get that one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. And so really, like, is that really fair to, to be so worried about it? But it's hard when you only know that first yeah. baby. And I know that once this baby comes out, it'll be different. But it's it's hard to think about, like, you, like, sharing your time. And I'm afraid that, like, Isla's going to be like, what the hell? Like, what are you doing giving all your attention to this little potato? Like, I'm supposed to be the center of your world. But I'm hoping that with her being so young that it really will be, like, she doesn't really know any different.
0: I think it'll be like that. Yeah. Because me and my sister are 17 months apart and I don't remember a time. Right. I mean, it was a little bit annoying because you get clumped together and like people always bought us like the same gifts Mm. except in different colors. And like, you know, that was a little bit annoying, but I don't know what it would be like any other way. And I don't feel like I missed out on anything. If anything, like I'm glad that I had a sibling so close in age because we could do so much together,
1: so, right? Yeah. Which I did not have. Yeah, right. It's like you always kind of like, well, you we don't have. Like I didn't have a sibling that was close in age at all. I had my kind of sister, uh, who was around sometimes, and she was still five years older than me. So we, I didn't have anybody super close in age. But I know there's a lot of people who like prefer a bigger age gap because then that older sibling is kind of like a helper or just more independent. So like. You don't have to be picking them up too, and you don't have to be changing their diapers too, and and this that and the other, because they can kind of take care of themselves a little bit. So I don't know. I guess there's pros and cons to each side of it. Depends on what you are looking for.
0: And I feel like with a bigger age gap, like five years plus, though that child goes to school. So then that the second child or the next one, what whatever, whatever order it is, they get that like alone one mommy one. time. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's like pros and cons to both.
1: And And they actually remember it, so maybe that's even more (laughs) beneficial.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think there is, like, a right answer. And I know um, we put on the Instagram for people to, like, ask questions or anything. And Megan Mm -hmm. actually asked, what's a good age gap for siblings, like, in your opinion? And then she also added that um, there was a six-year age gap between her and her brother. And she felt like it was, like, way too long and that they were never, like, at the same point in their life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, she is in, like, we're in our early 30s, and then he's, like, in his early-ish 20s, um, and she said she can also remember a time before him, and (laughs) this is what she says, and I quote, and I don't know if that was helpful for my personality or not. (laughs) 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 So I think, like, there, I don't know.
1: I feel like you can see, like, that's probably when you're going to see a lot of jealousy is when there is a bit of a bigger age gap, or maybe that in-between age gap, like, where they understand and they remember that they used to be the only one. But I feel like when they get older, older, there's probably less. But, like, probably between, like, I don't know, three and six. Yeah,
0: I feel like three and, like, four is, like, a good age. Because you can, like, make them excited and turn it into, like, a big ordeal. And then, like, anything past that, I think kids are smart enough to be like, no, this is stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want this. And I know, like, age gap between... Me and, like, my oldest sibling is 20-ish years. Um, so I always wonder what mm. it was like for my oldest set of siblings to be, like, 20 and having a baby – a new baby sister. Yeah. But,
1: my bro- yeah. my brothers were in high school. <laughs> Stacey, number one fan. But they always jo- – I mean uh- – it was, like, a joke, but, like, I don't know if it was really a joke. They would take me to, like, the mall, and they take me to all, like, the sporting events and get all these girls and, you know, just show me off. But they used to call me, like, birth control. My mom's like, you were oh, the I best bet. birth control I ever <laughs> That's a good them. point. <laughs> they were 14 and 16, and they lived at home, and they saw yeah, what it was like with a newborn. That's so. a very good point.
2: My husband's 10 years older than me, and he has a son from a previous marriage, oh, really? and he was 10 when Josh was born. And we only have him wow. on the weekends, so and with COVID, we haven't had him very much. So for him, he he was so excited to have a sibling, but it's like Josh couldn't really do anything with him, so he like was so pumped. Oh yeah, I get a sibling, and then Josh just like lays on the floor because. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really it as cracked up to be <laughs> as he thought it was gonna.
0: Yeah, I feel like too like after you were talking about this it all depends on the child themselves. Like
2: a hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Some kids are just so easygoing and ready and excited and they're caregivers and they want to help with a baby and have all that. And then other kids don't want anything to do with it. So
1: you've always seen like all those videos, like America's funniest some videos where like they tell the kids that they're pregnant and like the kids start crying <laughs> like tears <because> of <laughs> sadness, <laughs> but then you see others where the kids are so excited. So like, I think you're right. It totally depends on the kid and their perspective on it
0: yeah and I feel like though like the younger they are the easier it is to kind of mesh them into it
2: yeah I was three years older than my brother and my mom said that I would he was one and I was four and I would get him out of his crib in the morning and change his diaper for him (laughs) and then we would go into my mom's room and wake her up and the first time it happened she's like holy shit how'd you get out of your crib (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, so I told her I changed his diaper and she's expecting poop like everywhere. And she goes in his room and she said there was not a speck of poop anywhere. <laughs> and she's like, Casey, show me how you did it. And I laid his blanket out. I laid him down and he was old enough where like he could lift himself up. And mm-hmm. I changed him and not a problem. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then I covered my sister in baby powder and went and told my mom that there was a ghost in the room. So <laughs> different children, <laughs> different reactions.
1: I mean, I think that's probably the moral of the story anyways. It depends on your kid's personality, the first and the second, yeah, the third, yeah. fourth, fifth, whatever. I know that for me, and I think we got probably some things that I'll have to pull up our Instagram and look at some I ha- of the comments. Yeah, I and, have
0: it right here.
1: But I think like someone like – me right now, I was pregnant with my second, or if you're like considering having a second, it's like really scary to think of having to, like, how could you possibly love another baby or another human being as much as you love your first? And I've seen like so many people talk about this. So like, I know it's a universal feeling that probably everybody goes through when they're pregnant with their second. I don't know about you, but this, like my second pregnancy has felt different But I don't even know how to explain it. It's not that I'm not bonding with this baby because I really think I am. But I forget that I'm pregnant all the time, which I never did with Alex. I was just so excited. It's like all I thought about. And I'll do something and I'll bend a certain way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) like there's something in there. And I'm just starting to feel her a couple times. So like all of a sudden I'll get a kick like, oh, wait, there's something inside of my body growing. Like I forgot about that because I'm just so preoccupied, which makes me feel guilty. I'm trying really hard to like take the belly pictures and do all like give it all the same attention that I gave with Isla. But it's not easy to do. But I just feel like almost sad for like the second pregnancy because I was so excited for Isla. And it's not that I'm not excited now, but I am more scared than I was the first time. And I am nervous. I'm not going to love this baby the way that I love Isla, which I know is not going to be true when it actually happens. But I feel like it's just like a common thing that people think about and that they feel. I saw this post on a Facebook group I'm in which I feel like I say a lot, how pathetic I need to get off my phone, but it was another (laughs) life we live. I know. I know. But it was a a Facebook group that had nothing to do with moms. Um, and someone was like, Hey, I'm not a mom, but I need to know, like for all you moms out there, like, do you have a favorite child? Like, is that a thing? Like, are all the moms lying to us and they really have a favorite? And so I was going through all the comments and so many people were like, I don't have a favorite. I just like one more than the other on a certain day, like depending on how they're behaving or like whatever. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But there was one woman who answered and I thought her answer was like so perfect. It just made me feel better about like having a second baby. And she basically said like she just likes and loves her kids differently, like for different reasons. So it's Mm -hmm. not like they're two of the same human being. And so you have to like split that love. She's like, I this one kid of mine loves to snuggle with me on the couch and be all cuddly. And I like, that's so special to me. My other kid doesn't want to do that, but he loves cooking with me and we bond over that. And like, this kid is really talkative, but this kid's really creative, like whatever. And so like, Mm -hmm. she just loves them for different things and different reasons. And they're just two different people. And I feel like that made me like, just feel so much better. Like, I don't know, when you think of having more than one kid, you just, especially when you already have one, you just, I think you picture, at least I do, like, a second Isla. Like, I'm just picturing a second Isla running around, and it's not the way it's going to happen. And this baby will probably be very different in so many ways. And, like, just remembering that, like, I'm going to have a different bond with this baby. And, like, that's good. Like, I'm excited to have two different bonds.
2: Yeah. With the girls, it was hard because their pregnancy was so rough emotionally. Mm -hmm like I was having pains at like 12 weeks. So I went to the hospital, they found a mass on my liver. So I went to my doctor and he, I'm sitting in his office and he's like, well, if it's cancerous, you might have to terminate the pregnancy to do chemo. So it was, it was 10 weeks of going to specialists and going to different places, different doctor's offices, trying to figure out what this was. And it, Turns out it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. It's just like a freckle on my liver that Ugh. came up on the scan, but it scared the shit out of me for ten weeks right. and my parents. And then I'm thinking, oh my god, like Josh can't grow up without a mom, and mm. it was just mm-hmm. so awful. So the pregnancy itself, I was I never felt like I was a hundred per percent gonna have them. I was never yeah. like Okay, these girls are mine because twin pregnancies are complicated, anyways, and so many things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. So I, I never felt like I connected with them when I was pregnant, like I did with Josh when I was pregnant mm-hmm. with him. I mean, it sounds terrible, like it makes me sound like a bad mom. I feel like, but
0: no, it, it no, was I think just, that's so
2: common. It was so hard to connect with them when I didn't feel like they were a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: no, that makes sense, like, why you, you like, weren't able to connect with them, because you don't want to, like, have that heartbreak or yeah. whatever if that is, you know, ends up happening.
2: Yeah, and then once I gave birth to them, it's, like, as soon as I, I had a C-section with them, and as soon as the doctor picked Finley up and showed her over the curtain, I, like, automatically fell in love. And then mm-hmm. she showed me Hadley, fell in love. And even right now, like, even with the girls, I also was worried about like because they're twins and I would think that they were like the same person almost just like a duplicate (laughs) but (laughs) they're so different so different and like they look a lot alike and so we have different earrings for them so people can tell (laughs) the difference between them but if you spend time like if I spend time with them if they came in with the same earrings and I spent like five minutes with them I'd know who was who because they're they're so different yeah. and I love them each for their differences mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sense
0: everyone that I've ever like again read in Facebook groups they all say like you're gonna love that baby no matter what and I'm sure mm-hmm. it's scary and I'm sure like if I ever get pregnant again I'm gonna be in the same boat like how could I ever do that like love something but like when you were talking Mandy about like I feel like you love your husband a certain way and you love your parents a certain way and you love your pets a certain way. Like I remember before babies were even like in my head thinking like, how could I ever love anything more than my cat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like how dumb is that? And then, you know, now I have Shay and I feel like first child love is different than, because you just experience something different with them than you do with your, it, it's all about your experience. And like, mm-hmm. obviously, Another child isn't going to be exactly the same experience, so you're just going to love them in a different type of love. Like, it's just love isn't one way.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. It's so cheesy. (laughs) It does, but whatever. Uh, It's true. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cheesy topic, I feel like.
0: On the questions, somebody had said that they're pregnant with their second right now. And that their three-year-old daughter was excited at first, but now she's, like, acting out anytime. They talk about prepping for the baby. So I was curious, Casey, like, Josh was pretty young, so you probably, did you have to, like, prepare him for that? Or, like, I know some people will, like, get books or something. I don't know if you had to do that for him.
2: Um, I bought him a baby doll, and but he really had no idea what was going on. He was just like, oh, cool. It's a doll. And then he went and played with his cars. So (laughs) but yeah, he had no idea. My mom came to the hospital when the girls were born with him. And she sat on the chair on a couch with him and just like let him hold the baby. But really, she was holding the baby. And he Mm -hmm. gave each one of them a kiss. But I don't think he realized they were coming home with us. (laughs) 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 but I mean now now he's like all about them I'll get him up from nap and the girls will be in their room napping and he'll go straight to their room and go babies babies and then we'll go in and we'll get him up and so I mean when he when they were first born he had no idea he would sit on the floor with them but that was about all the interaction that he had
1: yeah I think it definitely depends on the age yeah how much yeah. they're gonna get? I um I bought the Big Little Feelings. They're like course on toddler. Well, I haven't really dove into a bunch of it yet because we had that really rough patch with Isla, but since then it's been kind of better. Um, but they have like topics of different things to tackle, like if you're working on trying to drop the pacifier and yada yada yada. And one of them is introducing a new baby, so I do plan on watching that. I know they have it kind of based on how old your your child is, but. That's got to be hard, especially once – like especially if your kid starts out like all excited and then as it's getting nearer, I'm sure she, her daughter is like seeing her belly grow mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. see like, oh, wait, there's really something going on here. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. normal to, to act out a little bit around that. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. It's got to yeah. be.
0: Yeah, and I think like especially around like three years old – You don't have, like, the skill to be, like, I'm jealous. You probably don't even know what, like, jealousy is at that point. So Mm -hmm. I feel like at that age, you just have to be prepared that it's probably going to happen and hopefully figure out how to deal with it. But I think, like, one thing that if we ever, like, one of my motivations, this is weird, like, for wanting another baby is, like, to see Shay interact with a baby because she loves babies so much and like hearing you talk about like Josh not that he knew what was going on but like kissing them on their foreheads and yeah all, he's mm-hmm. like he loves to go get them and he probably is like these are my babies yeah like, I feel like that's just honestly like melts me whenever I see videos like that mm-hmm. and I think it's the cutest thing ever and it's also funny when they are jealous and they punch them in the face like <laughs> that's funny too so I just like I think watching like a sibling bond form is such a cool experience. So I'm sure there's like good and bad having it happen, but
1: I was actually on TikTok last night. (laughs) Shocker. And (laughs) clearly, the, uh, what is it called? Algorithm. The algorithm is (laughs) definitely correct and for me. But I saw like one video of this little boy probably like two or three meeting his baby sister for the first time and he went over and like grabbed her bow and like pulled it back and snapped it on her face and that was their first interaction but then like one of the next videos I saw was all about literally like the voiceover part was hey if you're pregnant with your second I know you're worried that you're not gonna love their baby this blah 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 and it a video of these two sisters and they like I just cried the whole time Aww. watching it so I'm like targeting my
0: but there are definitely times emotions. when those sisters hit each other. Like, that's how right. my sister and I were. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I beat Katie up often and made boss her around a lot. But, you know, I still love her.
1: <laughs> right. Somebody actually, it, kind of in a response to the comment that you were just talking about, someone did say, like, giving the oldest, like – a gift from the baby Mm -hmm. to kind of ease that transition and I've heard a lot of people say too like when you have the newborn to not say like oh I'm sorry I can't do that right now I have to feed the baby or I gotta do this with the baby first or we can't do that because the baby's crying like you're just instead of like putting blame on the baby because then the the first child or the older children like feel like it's the baby's the reason that I can't do anything fun or I can't have mommy or whatever whatever So I think
2: that was kind of a
1: helpful thing to learn because I know that I would definitely fall into saying that a lot, probably.
2: I would always make sure Josh was all set before I would, like if I had to give the girls bottles, I would make sure he was all set up and all good for a while. And then I would take care of the girls because they're going to cry. They'll be fine. He, I would just make sure he was all set first and then Mm -hmm. go and help them. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Do
0: you have any advice for like the really, really hard days? Because I'm sure you've had really hard days like (laughs) for moms out there who are having their second or third or whatever, like any, any advice? Some days you just need to cry.
2: Literally, (laughs) like I just go in the bathroom sometimes and I just cry because I'm like, this is hard. And it's okay that it's hard. (laughs) But it's hard.
1: Yeah, I do that now with one. Yeah, so I'm really good <laughs> I <with that>. know. <laughs> I'll carry that over.
2: <laughs> Thankfully, my husband is so understanding, and he'll come out because he's been working from home since March, and he'll come out at the end of the day, and he can hear if it's been a hard day, and he'll be like, mm-hmm. "Just go in the bedroom and watch YouTube channel or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Just go and get away from them because." Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need that. You just need, like, an hour to yourself to not hear screaming. <laughs>
0: yeah. And you're a stay-at-home mom,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. worked till I was 16 weeks pregnant with the girls, and then I was like, I can't do this, and I can't come back because three kids, daycare. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, I mean, not even the, I mean, the cost would be a lot, but not even just that, just, like, Josh, his first year in daycare, he was sick a lot because he's exposed mm-hmm. to all these new germs. And the girls would be sick a lot and I would miss so much work. It wouldn't, it just wouldn't work at all. Yeah. So.
0: so that's, you know, you're home
1: all day with three kids. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that leads into, we got one comment, which is like, just give yourself grace, your partner, you and your children. Like it's all learning curve for everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And we had another person too. Another person had said something similar, like remember to be patient, not only with your babies but yourself. So like mm-hmm. Mandy, I think you're prepared with your twenty twenty one intention of having grace for yourself. Yeah, I
1: just gotta follow through with that, but that's why I'm gonna go to therapy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's good. I, See, I'm set myself up. Yeah, well, and you'll be you'll be prepared and it's better to go now when you're like feeling a little bit like if, eh, than way later on when you don't even have the energy to like pick up the phone and make an appointment. So
1: that's true. That's true.
2: Yeah, because there, I honestly wish I had gone to therapy, I mean, after I had the girls, just because there were days where I would just sit and cry, and my husband would be like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm mm-hmm. just upset. I'm just crying. Like, mm-hmm. I literally have everything I want. Everything's perfect. But I'm just sad. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah,
0: I get that. <laughs>
2: just overwhelmed yep. and sad
0: <laughs> yeah yep. I I was like that with one I know we keep saying that but like I just can't even fathom and like I remember I think like when I first had Shay or even when I was pregnant like thinking like how does somebody and that was actually somebody had commented this too like how do you even do it like I could barely survive having Like, being pregnant and how tired I was, I couldn't imagine, like, chasing around a toddler or something, which you're doing right now, Mandy. And, like, then having, like, a newborn and having to chase around a toddler and, like, how do you even – how do you do it? I just don't even know. You just do (laughs) it, I guess.
1: Yeah. I guess that just, like, made me feel better because you're saying that and I don't know anything about the newborn and the toddler part yet. But the pregnancy and toddler part, like, it's not easy, but, like, you just do it Mm -hmm. because you don't have a choice. Like, I'm not – she ain't going to climb in the car seat herself, unfortunately. So – my tired ass has to hoist her up in there, and it—I'm only going to get fatter. So we'll see how it goes. But I mean, you just do it because you have to. You don't have a choice. So I guess that's what it's going to be like when the baby's here, and and then you just get through it.
2: That's how it is. Yeah. You just survive. You just do yeah. what you have to do to get to tomorrow.
0: <laughs> day by right? day, yeah. minute by minute. Yeah, it's like—did you guys ever watch um, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt?
1: A little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: She had there's like an episode where. She has to like turn this crank thing. Oh
1: yes. The ten. And her you. whole
0: thing is like, I just count to ten. And and then she's like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <gasps> one, two. And she's like, <laughs> just takes it by ten seconds. I feel like that's what you have to do. That's all you gotta
1: do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Day by day.
0: Yeah. This person said, like, how do people do it? I sometimes have to rock my daughter for over an hour. And all I think during that time is, what if I had a second and they needed me? At the same time, my husband is a firefighter and works twenty-four hour shifts, so I'm often doing things solo and think about this often.
1: How do you juggle it, Casey? Like, if you are home alone, especially, I mean, I, you explaining going to the grocery store alone with three sounds terrifying to me.
2: So, like, how do you do
1: it if like one's having a really hard time or more than one?
2: I mean, I try because they don't all have the same bad day normally. <laughs> Yeah, Normally, fin- Finley good. will be upset one day, and then Hadley will be the next day, but I just try to comfort the one that's upset the most, <laughs> and actually, I spend a lot of time on my butt sitting, and then they just crawl all over me, <laughs> <And it's laughs> like, a lot of days, we just sit on the couch, and they just cuddle, and that's what we do, or some days, mm-hmm. they don't want to cuddle, and that's what we do, so... <laughs> But as far as sleeping, my girls, that was one thing I'm so glad I didn't get in the routine of just because I had to was rocking them to sleep because I don't know how I would have done that. I honest, I have no idea with the girls how I would have done that. Mm -hmm. And they were big swaddle babies. So they were swaddled and they'd sleep on... Well, they'd take nap o- naps on their boppy pillow, and they would nap. They're- All my kids have been good sleepers, thankfully, because I do not do well with no sleep.
0: I- <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. Because like Mandy said earlier, one of my fears is like, if we ever have another, I'm going to get the opposite of Shay, which would be an awful
1: baby. <laughs> 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 I think... We too, like, I mean, every baby is so different, obviously, Mm -hmm. and they all have their own personality types. And I know like some like refuse to take a pacifier, hate the swaddle and this, that and the other. But I do think that we definitely feed into some things. Like you said, like you just didn't have even the choice to rock girls. So like they just didn't know otherwise where I rocked Isla for the first like year and it was not really hard but we did have to transition her out of that to eventually finally put herself to sleep and you just never even had to worry about that because you just didn't even have a choice to bring it into like their routine Mm -hmm. so I mean obviously babies are going to have their own personality but I think with a second two there's going to be different routines that it's not even an option for them to even get into certain habits yeah with Josh
2: with Josh we didn't swaddle we did no pacifier and he was fine With the girls, I was like, stick the pacifier in their freaking mouth. I don't care (laughs) as long as they're quiet. (laughs) (laughs) And we swaddled them too. And then when it came time and they were breaking out of the swaddles, I was like, wow, this sucks because now they won't sleep unless they're swaddled and we can't swaddle them anymore. So, and then when it came time to take the pacifier away, I was like, oh, I'm glad with Josh. I see why I didn't do this with Josh because... Mm-hmm. It's hard to transition transition them and then
0: mm-hmm.
2: have to transition two of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
0: I feel like, though, another takeaway I'm getting from this conversation is, like, you have to pick your battles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you have one, you don't really have to pick and choose because it is what it is. But, like, when you have two or three or whatever, like, there are just some things that you just can't pick that battle that day, or the, you know, they're gonna get away with, like, eating extra chocolate, because you just don't have the time to, or whatever it is, like, you just don't have the time to be able to do that. Like, a pacifier, it might suck at the beginning, because the baby wants something to suck on, but then in the long run, it's easier, and then if you do it in the beginning, like, if you give him a pacifier in the beginning, it makes your life easier then, but <laughs> later on, it sucks, so it's like you can't do anything right that's always our takeaway <laughs> that's mom life I really mom can. life <laughs> yeah
1: seriously i should say like i feel like we're just talking a lot about like all of our worries or like what's hard or what's not but like i'm just so excited to like see isla as a sibling and okay. to like see them play together i know the beginning is going to be rough i'm getting more and more excited though lately and less less nervous when I get bigger and closer to my due date, we'll talk again. But for right now, I'm just super excited. I know that in the beginning, it's going to be like, you know, just adjusting to this new life and it's going to be hard, but um, I'm just so excited to like see them play together and have that sibling bond. And Casey, even just like you saying with Josh, like runs in and gets the girls up, like just cute things like that. Like I'm excited. That's going to be a huge pro,
2: right? Oh yeah. It's so much fun. Like, Seeing all three of them interact is so heartwarming. Like, it just makes me smile. Seeing how they play with each other and Josh help the girls with certain things. Or the girls want to show him things. They'll get, like, a toy and bring it over to him. Like, oh, look what I brought you. And it's just, it's so cute. And the good days outweigh the bad days Mm -hmm. we have far more good days but the bad days take a toll on you emotionally but then the good days bring you right back up the bad days get all the attention yeah
1: yeah
0: that's very true
1: but that's (laughs) yeah i'm excited for that and i feel like it's only like we always say this never want to rush any of this away but i think it just will get more fun even more fun as they get older and can go play outside alone together and like i don't know i feel like
0: too A pro of having, like, closer in age kids is, like, they go through the same stages. Like, Megan was saying that her and her brother were so far apart, they were never going through, like, the same stage. But, like, me and my sister, this may be TMI, literally started our periods, like, the, like, day after each other. (laughs) We started, like, at the same time, our first periods or whatever. So, like, and then, like, diapers. And, like, I'm pretty sure there's a video somewhere that my mom has of us getting rid of our bottles at the same time, which, looking back, like I probably should have gotten rid of my bottles a year earlier, but, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. But, you know, we didn't really have, like, the same group of friends growing up, but I would get along with her friends, and she would get along with my friends, and we could do sports together, and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, like, good things to have that. And then, like, my oldest siblings, I don't really feel as connected with, like, they're still my brothers and sisters, but Mm -hmm. I don't really know them in the same way that right I am with my sister Mm
2: -hmm. yeah I feel like my three kids will I mean there's only gonna be one grade between the three of them so they're gonna hang Mm -hmm. out with the same people I feel like and at least know the same people and that makes me excited because they'll be able to look out for each other but then it Mm -hmm. also makes me nervous because like I know girls in high school and then I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, and then boys in high school. <laughs> <laughs> high schoolers in
1: general. Yeah. Oh, They'll
0: be dating like his best friend. Yeah. It's- oh, yeah. that no. worries me. Yeah. I remember
2: being a kid and we'd have sleepovers all the time. Like my brother's friends would come over and they were three years younger than me. So it wasn't like a huge deal. But the girls and Josh, I mean, I'll have to send the girls to my parents' house when Josh has boys <laughs> over Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah that's kind of scary yeah
2: yeah
1: I just wanted to mention before we wrap it up too that um I know there are plenty of people out there who also have chosen or choose to only have one child and probably get a lot of pressure and Brooke you may be one of them I know you say like you're not 100% sure but you probably are only gonna have Shay like you probably get a shit ton of pressure of when you're gonna have Mm -hmm. your second especially like we are – like, our entire group of friends right now is pregnant or just had a baby. Mm-hmm. So I'm feel I'm sure you feel all the time. And I've, I have other friends that I know um, are one and done. And it drives them crazy when people are up their butts about when they're going to have their second. So mm-hmm. um, I just want to put that out there that if you're listening, thank you for listening, even though this is not really pertaining to you because I appreciate the support. But <laughs> that, like, maybe this episode just, like, validated your feelings of only having one. You know, I yeah. think – it's based on your own decision and
0: yeah. yeah there is a ton of pressure of like I feel like we actually don't get it a ton I don't know if it's because like right from the beginning I was like uh, if we ever have another one it's not going to be for a long time um, but I was actually talking with my stepsister I might as well call her my stepsister uh, and she has a daughter and just one and she like started talking to me about how she feels pressured to have another and I was like there's actually a huge community like out on social media for like people who choose to be one and done. There's so many different reasons for why people might only have one. Like you might have had a traumatic pregnancy or a traumatic birth and you don't want to, you know, it risked your life to have another baby or like for me, like postpartum depression and like the transition into having Shay in general was just so hard, so I don't know if we want to go through that again. And like some people you know, are just happy with one. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So Mandy, you're right. Like, I don't think it's talked a lot either, Mm -hmm. talked a lot Mm -hmm. about either, but there is like a ton of like societal pressure to have more and people make you feel guilty because they'll be like, oh, well, don't you want them to have someone to play with? Or, you know, who's going to take care of you when you're old? And (laughs) now, you know, the burden of you is going to be placed on just her Oh, trust me. I've Luckily, no one has actually said that to me, but I've read other people have had that experience before of like, oh, yeah, that's what people are worried about, that like when I'm old.
1: But like the thing is, they're not really worried about that. Like, yeah. no offense. They don't give a fuck about what's going to happen to you when you're old. They just want to be nosy and rude. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hate people I <laughs> It
2: makes me angry. You know, know what's best for you and your family. And it's yeah. exactly. it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And it doesn't matter who's going to take care of you when you're old.
0: Like, let's say an age, like send me to a friggin' nursing home I don't care yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: right
1: and it's the same if you want to have 10 kids yeah. I'm sure mm-hmm. people get I mean I know like in my due date groups and stuff if, if this is someone's like fourth kid they get tons of comments like geez don't you know how babies are made like blah 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 like maybe they want four kids like just let people live their freaking lives yeah
2: you don't have to take care of the kids so why does it matter <laughs> yeah right <laughs> And now they got four people to put them
1: in a nursing home, so you can't win. (laughs) Again, again,
0: we can never do anything right. That's true. Oh, God, I hate this because I love this podcast, but I feel we always end on, like, mom guilt sucks and everyone hates us.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I tried it on a positive note of, like, oh, siblings are great, and then we just went we ended up going in a different direction. But I just want to throw that out there because I didn't want anyone to kind of feel like this episode is just putting pressure onto that already.
0: I'm pretty positive we're probably one and done. And I i think I was the one who came up with the topic of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, no worries. Uh, I know I don't care. I People <laughs> can live their lives and choose to do whatever they want. But, yes. Um, Casey, is there anything you want to add before we wrap things up?
2: I don't want people to think that it's, like, impossible. And that mm-hmm. it's so hard. Or you make it work. And you do what you got to do. And... Your babies will be happy and they'll love you Mm. just because you're their mom. They don't. That's all there Mm -hmm. is to it. It just becomes your new normal. Yeah. And then that's your life. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I just love that, like, they're going to love you because you're their mom. Yeah. And that's so true. You could could be, like, the worst mom on the planet, and your kids will still love you because you're their mom. Not saying that you should go be a bad mom, but, like, you can. (laughs) (laughs) But you
2: can. (laughs) You can if you want. Well, there's days where I've been upset because it's been a rough day, and Josh will come over to me, and it's like he knows when I'm upset. And he'll just come over and give me the biggest hug, and I'm like, okay this everything's fine there i'm doing my job because he just yeah. came over and was compa- compassionate for me so cool. i'm like i'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. yeah
0: well thank you casey for coming and being our guest host yeah um, did you want to share where people can find you on instagram or anything like that
2: uh k sarson 4 on instagram
0: got it and we will put that in the show notes okay. And as always, everybody, subscribe, rate, review, comment, share, all the same stuff we say every week. (laughs) And not sure who our guest host is next week, but we are still continuing on with that. Megan and Eliza are still chugging along and doing well, if anyone's Mm -hmm. curious. (laughs) Um, And yeah, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.